One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Backstage update on Drew McIntyre's WWE future. A Money in the Bank match was nearly vastly different last night. Triple H addresses LA Knight not winning at Money in the Bank, and MJF invades Adam Cole's live stream. Hello and welcome to the Solo Sunday News here with myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. I hope you're having the best possible day. We had WWE Money in the Bank last night. We had AEW Collision as well. It's been a, a good old weekend of wrestling, and we're going to get straight into it here uh, with, well, an update on Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, the Scottish Warrior, two-time WWE Champion, made his long-awaited return at Money in the Bank last night. Now, Drew has not been seen since WrestleMania 39, where he's involved in that excellent triple threat with Sheamus and the Intercontinental Champion Gunther. And it was Gunther who was in McIntyre's sights when he turned up at Money in the Bank. Now, Gunther had defeated Matt Riddle in a relatively short match, about seven or eight minutes, I think it went, where... Um, where Riddle, basically the story was his ankle was knackered, Gunther just uh, just slapping the ankle. Brilliant. That's it. Chopping his ankle, slapping his ankle. Anyway, uh, Gunther got the submission win. And then post-match, Drew McIntyre's music hit. Out he came, got face-to-face with Gunther. Gunther gave him a little bit of a push. McIntyre headbutted him, the Glasgow kiss, uh, and then dropped him with a Claymore before then posing with the Intercontinental Championship. So Drew McIntyre is back. Drew McIntyre is going after Gunther. And now PW Insider has got an update on what, what is going on with Drew McIntyre's future because there were reports early in the year that McIntyre, his contract with WWE will expire at the turn of the year in early 2024. Um, and the, the, two t- well, the, the two sides, WWE and Drew McIntyre, couldn't agree on terms because McIntyre wasn't prepared to sign a contract until they'd come to him with uh, suitable creative plans and also there were some stories that maybe the finances weren't uh, agreeable for Drew as well interestingly this uh, this new report from PW Insider notes that talks hasn't, haven't actually happened yet about the contract uh, the contract itself does run out in early 2024 but uh, negotiations haven't started as of yet so that seems to suggest that the prior reports about creative unhappiness financial disparities maybe weren't entirely accurate um, now Triple H what did speak after the uh, after Money in the Bank at the, the post-show press conference where he said that re-signing McIntyre is a priority but he again played down the stories of creative unhappiness and, and all the speculation that surrounded Drew uh, and Triple H actually revealed that McIntyre has been absent since WrestleMania 39 due to a minor injury that he had to take care of. So that would explain why Drew's been absent for, what, uh, three months? Three, yeah, three months. There's my math kind of working on a Sunday morning. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting to see where we're going to go from this one. So no deal is agreed yet, but no talks have actually properly formally started. So let's see how we go with this one. But Drew McIntyre is due to be on Raw tomorrow night where... He will, of course, be uh, be going up against Gunther as that program, that, that rivalry is rekindled, uh, rekindled, rekindled even. 
It's it's been a long day. So, summer Slam last night. Summer Slam. That's how long it's been. There was money in the bank last night. Summer Slam's not for another month. And then after that, it was an early start to watch AW Collision. So I'm flying on caffeine this morning. Um, a shout out to, as well to our pal Tully Wilding for his hospitality yesterday in uh, hosting me for a Money in the Bank, even if I had to sit next to a Shawn Michaels fan. Never a good time. Um, and also shout out to my mate Dave Whitby who actually went to Money in the Bank and his mate Sean, and he seemed to have a blast of a time, especially as a big John Cena fan. So glad he got to enjoy that, mate. But Money in the Bank. Uh, there was nearly a massive change in one of the, uh, well, I'll, I'll just get to it, in the women's ladder match. And it's a change that would have had many people groaning. Now, uh, again, this comes from PWInsider.com, where there was a late pitch to have Charlotte Flair replace Zelina Vega in the match. Now, clearly that didn't come to uh, to pass. And if it did, we wouldn't have got that really cool, scary looking cold red off the ladder that Zelina Vega pulled out. But yes, there, there, were, there was a pitch to replace Zelina with Charlotte. And then... I mean, Charlotte being Charlotte, you have to ask the question of would EO Sky have won that match after all if Charlotte Flair was in it? Because basically any match that Charlotte's in, especially one where there are stakes, whether it's a championship or in this case, uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, Charlotte Flair is always the favourite to win that. Uh, much to the uh, much to the chagrin of many people because it's just, Charlotte takes a bit of an absence, comes back to TV, gets an instant title shot. That's the story we've seen so many times before. That's a story we're seeing right now. Um, and so you'd think that if she was in the Money in the Bank ladder match, then chances are Charlotte probably would have won that. But instead it was it was Eo Sky, and that was really cool to see. A very creative finish as well in that match, which, um, yeah, it, it was just really fun to see Eo win by handcuffing Bailey and, and Becky through the, the... It was just... it was, it was smart you watch it going ah, i like this this is this is fun um so yes we nearly got charlotte we didn't charlotte wasn't on uh, money in the bank at all she did compete on smackdown night before where she lost against asuka the WWE women's championship via dq due to interference from bianca belair so that story's with the rumble on charlotte didn't go into the money in the bank eosky did eosky won i'm happy about that i'm sure a lot of you are happy about that as well uh, but one thing that some people are not happy about yeah is LA Knight not being successful at Money in the Bank? Now, this is an LA Knight who is just is getting monster pops upon monster pops. Every week, the crowd is getting louder. No matter where he goes, he is getting loud reactions. Friday night on SmackDown uh, was a huge reaction for him. Money at the Bank was a huge reaction for him. Uh, and so many people thought, this is it. They're going to strap the rocket to LA Knight, brother. They're going to give him the briefcase. Off he goes, wins a world title. And instead, it was Damian Priest who uh, who won the briefcase, which was another good choice, but most people wanted LA Knight, clearly. Uh, Triple H addressed this in the, uh, the post-Money in the Bank press conference, where, as he put it, I know LA Knight was a massive favourite. Continuing that ascent, great things come to those who wait, and that rise is just getting started. So, while you may be disappointed that LA Knight didn't win at Money in the Bank. It sounds like maybe, you know, Trip still has plans for LA Knight, yeah. Um, I, I, it's, I guess you look back at Cody and Cody not winning at WrestleMania 39 and people immediately jumping on that as in you've missed that moment, you've you missed the boat, you've missed the special moment, you've met, missed that reaction and there was an element of that to Cody but Triple H then said that this was all part of a longer story for Cody and I think the handling of Cody Rhodes since WrestleMania has been really good. He's felt like it's just, it's daft how much of a how over he is as a babyface by being his, like, recently these you know the actual the classic clean cut babyfaces people tend to hate him um, <laughs> and with Cody though he's just it's I, I I don't know how he's doing it but it's uh, he's absolutely knocking it out of the park and again getting massive reactions where we going but my point being uh, the, the Cody path seems to be going in the right direction despite WrestleMania. So I have faith that if Triple H says that you know this rise is just getting started for LA Knight and it's part of a bigger picture. 
I think that the you know there's some uh, some some faith there in uh, hopefully bigger things for LA Knight. Me personally, I think a US title run would be a nice start. Obviously, Austin Theory holds that championship at the moment and looks set to uh, to carry on having his uh, rumbles with the brawling brutes and with Sheamus. But I think LA Knight would be a great person to take that off him. But hey, that's just me. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, right, one last short fun story. AW-based uh, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, yesterday invaded the live stream of Adam Cole, baby. Um, which, because Adam Cole is obviously a huge streamer, a huge gaming nerd. Um, I mean, in the best possible way. And uh, during one of his streams, he always talks about how he likes to keep wrestling and streaming separate. They're two separate entities of Adam Cole, the man, and uh, and, and the man behind Adam Cole. Uh, so uh, MJF obviously crossed that boundary. Uh, so while Adam Cole is streaming, there's clips of this on Twitter. It's only like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Um, just some nice light, lighthearted fun for your Sunday if you you got a spare minute or two. Uh, yeah, he gets a phone call from MJF and he's just like, Max, we've, we've talked about this, boundaries. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And he wants to talk about um, strategies for the, because the, obviously they're, they're tagging together in the, the blind tag tournament. And uh, yeah, Max is trying to talk about double clotheslines and moves and just Adam Cole has to kind of politely hang up on him while Max then just kind of calls out the gaming nerds. It's it's just like a nice little bit of breezy one minute fun for you on a Sunday. If you were uh, speaking of fun, actually, we do have Simon Miller's ups and downs live from outside the O2 arena. That'll be floating around, I'm sure, at some point on this. And also there was a live stream yesterday as well which I believe was Hamlet and uh, Adam Wilbon. So there's other content to keep you busy on a Sunday. But let's get to some of your questions. Right. Uh, the Smark Order has got in touch. I like that name. Hey, Andrew, love your work. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, simple question, Ari, the bloodline. What now? Well, I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm not, I don't veto these questions before I go on, which is always great or bad. Could go either way. But I guess we're going to probably have a lot of questions along a similar vein. So what next for the bloodline? I mean, to me, I, um, I think whoever... If Roman Reigns took the pinfall at SummerSlam, whoever pinned Roman Reigns would be getting a 
Universal WWE Undisputed title match at SummerSlam. So by that logic, Jay Uso, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Maybe you do Jimmy Uso versus Solo Sokoa lower down the card. Um, I also think you need to get in there somewhere a Jimmy and Roman match as well. Um, not not necessarily in the immediate future, but just somewhere. You have to... Roman's got a lot to run through. He's got Jay to go through. He's got Jimmy to go through. There will eventually, I'm sure, be a match against Solo Sokoa as well. So... Uh, I've said this a few times when the bloodlines come up on the on the Soul Sunday news, and to me, it's one where I don't know. I don't try to overthink this one or kind of try to sit here and like, you know, fantasy book where this is going to happen and this is going to happen because I'm just I'm really enjoying just seeing things play out. And every time that feels like there's a little bit of a lull in a bloodline story, there's something else just around the corner. Um, it's it's uh, it's been it's, it's it's a ridiculous story. It's one of the greatest tales in wrestling history. And who knows by the time the bloodline saga wraps up, it could be the greatest story in wrestling history. It's um, it's that good. So uh, so yeah, I'm just asking what's now. I'm happy, brother, just to sit back and let it all play out. But I do think obviously Jey Uso and, and Roman at SummerSlam. Hector Garcia the third's got in touch. Hey Hector, uh, it's, it's <laughs> easy for me to say if Seth still holds the title going to WrestleMania. Is there an opponent storyline uh, or storyline that can be built up for him to face and close his show on either night? He's been so good. That'd be nice for him to check the close the show at WrestleMania box in his career. Hashtag Soul Sunday. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those with Seth where... I mean, he's had those world title matches at WrestleMania. He's had those world title wins at WrestleMania, but more often than not, it's been a little bit overshadowed because the main event will be Roman Reigns for the most part. Um... And whether Seth gets that that you know the he gets to say that I've closed that WrestleMania, I think that's that's more viable now that obviously we're we're in a uh, an age now where it seems that two night WrestleManias aren't going to be the norm going forward. So I, I think so. But in terms of an opponent, for me, I think Gunther's the one to beat him for that title. I think Damien Priest is the one to beat Gunther. Well, I did think Damien Priest was the one to beat Gunther for the Intercontinental title, but now I'd be really annoyed if that happened because I mean he'd, he'd probably cash in the briefcase, which seems daft when there's world titles to go after. But I think Gunther against Seth, if you build it right at WrestleMania uh, for that World Heavyweight Championship, I think that's that's the one that jumps out to me. You can have that headline night one and then do whatever on uh, on night two. Uh, Marcel Violette has got in touch. Um, no, that's yes, no, yeah, no. That was that was food. That was pizza <laughs> that sent to the What Culture crew. Um, brilliant. Uh, Mark Solid's got in touch. Hey, Mark. Uh, morning, Andrew. Thoughts on who should turn heel when Sting and Darby break up? I'd love to see it both ways. And new crazy face face paint for both. Apollo is happy. Money in the bank was a great show. Hashtag this is news. And there's a picture of Apollo as ever on a Sunday. Thank you for sending that, in, Mark. As ever on a Sunday, be sure to send your pet pictures my way. Always puts a smile on my face and makes working on a Sunday a little bit smoother. Uh, as for who should turn heel when Sting and Darby break up, nobody. I don't think there is a heel turn in this. I think it's just a case of, I mean, Sting's already said that he's essentially in the last year of his career, uh, whether that's a calendar year or, you know, another few months into next year. So Sting is in the end days now. Uh, and also, I do not need to see Sting falling through a ladder from the throw, falling through a table from a ladder in the ring at 64 years of age, but he's already had to retire once. And it was a nothing spot, really. It didn't really impact the match. Uh, yeah, not for me. And on free television. No, thank you. I love Sting. I've been a little Stinger since I was a wee boy, actually. Speaking of which, yeah, look, there he is. Uh, so, yes, I'm a massive Sting fan. I love seeing Sting on my television. I don't want to see him doing stuff like that. Just please, no. Uh, anyway, as for who turns heel, I don't think there is one. I think it's just a case of Sting retires. He can still be a presence on TV as well with Darby. He can still be that kind of manager, that role. He does a lot of that anyway as the mentor who's just at ringside, uh, who just occasionally wrestles. So I don't think you have a heel turn. I think there's just, there's no need to. Sergio Pereira's got a touch. Hey, Sergio, um, what's next for 
LA Knight. This seemed like the perfect opportunity to strap the rocket to him. Yes, <laughs> it very much did. Um, as mentioned, I, I think for me, I'd have him go after Austin Theory because obviously uh, LA Knight is a SmackDown talent. Austin Theory in the United States title on SmackDown. I'd have him go after that um, by maybe SummerSlam. Like I said, Austin Theory seems to be kind of still doing stuff with the Brawling Brutes. But once that's done, I think, um, yeah, I think LA Knight, he gets that title. And then you see from there with, with gold and I'm sure the groundswell of support will carry on around him and we'll see where we go from there. Uh, right, Face has got in touch. Uh, is WrestleMania really coming to the UK? If so, two days at Wembley. Yes, uh, yes, and yes is what I would say with that. Um, the, the first part is WrestleMania coming to the UK, really. They're not going to tease it if they don't have plans to do it. Something that big, something that newsworthy, something that attention-grabbing, they're not going to put that idea out there unless they're going to go through with that. So yes, I do believe uh, WrestleMania is coming to the UK. Uh, yes, I do believe it'll be two days, because as mentioned, that seems to be the format now that they're operating on, on the norm. And yes, it's Wembley Stadium. When it is, who knows? Because obviously WrestleMania 41, I believe, is locked in. Or is it 40? I think the next two are locked in. So it, it's it's it'll be a couple of years. But yeah, I believe that we will do. It will indeed be uh, WrestleMania in the UK. Uh, Graham Jack has got in touch. Uh, where do you think Roman sits alongside the all-time greats like Brett, Sean, Stone Cold, etc.? And if he, is so, if he is short of them, what would he have to do to get to their level? I mean, nobody's on the level of Bret Hart. So we'll put that out there straight away. Shawn Michaels, eh, he was all right. He was okay. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin drew a lot of money, did a lot of great stuff, drank a lot of beer, flipped a lot of birds, hit a lot of stunners. Um, the hottest star of the hottest period in professional wrestling history in terms of finances and, and ratings uh, and whatnot. So um, Roman, I mean, he's in the argument. He's it's that when John Cena said, I think it was last year, that he thinks uh, Roman Reigns is the greatest of all time. It's like. That's a bit of a push, but I mean, he's he's there. That he's in that conversation. Uh, he's, I mean, you look at it, and there is Austin. There is. I, I'm not a Hulk Hogan fan, but Hulk Hogan's there. Ric Flair has to be there. Um, the Rock, uh, people like this, Bret Hart, as mentioned, Bruno Sammartino. If, if we're going back as well, um, there's there's so many all time greats. And Roman Reigns is that modern day all time great. Uh, John Cena is an all time great. Roman Reigns is. He's got to the point now where he's in that conversation, especially with how well this heel run's gone and how well the storytelling's been, how well, the, how good the matches have been, how much he's owning that character. Uh, Graham Lodge, with the Sky winning with the handcuffs, what's the most creative way of winning you remember? That, uh, as mentioned, Graham, that's, that was such a, a great way to win. Uh, in terms of creative ones that come out, um, is it Jeff Hardy in Edge? Where Edge got wedged between the ladders, um, underneath the ladder. Something with a ladder. <laughs> or am I thinking of John Cena? There was something with Edge and a ladder that, that kind of instantly comes to mind. Um, also, another creative finish, which uh, will always come to mind for me. Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, WrestleMania 8, where Bret Hart's in the, the sleeper and he does the up the turnbuckles and flips over and gets the, the pin, the one, two, three, becomes uh, the Intercontinental Champion for the second time um, and gets a massive rub off Roddy Piper in Piper's first pinfall loss in forever. So I would, uh, I'd lean towards that to Bret Hart. Yeah, or, or that ladder thing, if I can remember it properly. But I have been Andrew Pollard here at What Culture Wrestling. This has been the Soul Sunday News. There will be videos here of other What Culture content to click on, I'm sure. Uh, have a great rest of your day, whatever you're doing. I hope it goes absolutely well for you. Um, and I will be back next weekend. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.